Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna, and welcome everyone who's listening today. Glad you're with us. And our topic for today is tips for effective small business hiring. Could we pick another topic that's more current and more of a challenge for the small business owner? In fact, all businesses today, but we're talking about the small businesses. How do we find employees? Uh, How many of you, we would wonder if you could show us your hands, have a hiring sign on your front window or at your door? Or somewhere out there, you're you're letting people know you need employees. That, that's so how- a hot topic right now. Every turn, every time we turn around, we'll hear about the challenges of hiring employees. And I'm not sure today we can offer you incredibly innovative, fresh, unheard of ideas from the past. I think we want to reinforce some ideas that are out there, and maybe we'll we'll get you to think a little differently about them. So we maybe should start with a that whole concept of relationships and networking. Uh, I have a client who, when he finds an employee, it typically comes to to him through somebody else he knew who said, this is a really good employee. I hear she's on the market. You need to go hire her. That's how he finds out. So he has this vast network of relationships that let him know when somebody's going to be available that fits his firm. Yes, that's very important relationships are very important. Just ask them. The next one we were thinking about is if you offer incentives for some of your team members already and ask them to bring an employee, because to be honest with you, they know people they they will be bringing and they will know whether they would like to work with them or not like working with them. And, and I think what Anna has just said is that you, you really need to have a, a, a wonderful work environment where your employees really love working for you as a small business. That's why they're there. They have passion. They're the ones who can bring you other employees from outside because they can speak so highly of you and make it sound like the right place to be. The next one we uh, thought it's a good idea is like, um, put an audition days. If some people are thinking about joining your team, but that they're not sure how to do it or whether they will like the job, why don't you offer them a shadow days or audition days for them to come and, and that will give you opportunity to observe them and that will give them opportunity to see whether they would like the job because we have situations where they will come and during the interview, you're so excited, they don't get the full picture and when they start working for you, they thought that it was you know like you did not communicate it the way it should be communicated this particular job, so they leave. And let's add a little piece to that. I think that's important uh, that one of our colleagues locally has done. Uh, they've said, take a day of vacation from your current employer. We will pay you on top of that. We'll pay you for a day's work to come shadow this particular job and see what you think of it. So you're coming at, at no cost to yourself. In fact, if you're taking a vacation day, we're making up that that money that you may be paid or may not be paid, but we're gonna we're gonna pay you for coming working for us for this eight hour day. So you get a chance to see what it's like, or maybe 
We do it for two or three days. It doesn't matter. We pay you as if you were an employer. There are ways to do that without actually hiring the person. Uh, we've seen it done. Uh, but that really encourages them to come try you out, see whether this really is a place they'd like to be. And by the way, while we're talking that financial piece, I want to jump back to the previous one in incentivizing team members. I like to comment, we heard that if you want to pay your employees to bring somebody in, make sure it's an after-tax payment. So they're not giving it away to, to, to the tax authorities. You say, I'll, we'll pay you some, we'll pay you a bonus that, that is after taxes. <clears throat> but we I'd forgotten to put that in. But so a day in the life, a day to try it out, to see what it's like. That's a, a wonderful thought, I, I think. What's next? Well, um, we were thinking about uh, hiring or start recruiting some older employee. Well, they're not employed. They may be retired, but they would like to do something. So you can go and attract that sector of um, workforce. Are you, for example, uh, making the most effective use of some of these sources, whether it's a Facebook posting that you do uh, or LinkedIn, which is maybe the more frequent business post? Uh, maybe if you talk about how much you love what you're doing and how important your employees are to you. That is some way you set yourself apart from what others are saying on LinkedIn that makes you an appealing business to come work for. Uh, there's so many ways we can market ourselves to new employees. I don't think we've thought through all the different ways we could do this. And I think social media is one of those sources. Yeah, advertising your culture. You're absolutely correct. Michael, when they feel or if you portray or if you send the messages out there that it's so fun or it's so great to work for you as a company, you will have a flock of people coming and working with you, for you. How best can you get someone else to see both your passion for what you do and your vision of where you want to take the company and thus why they'd want to work for you? I'm thinking now of a, of a gentleman, uh, I would have loved to have worked for him just because I talked to him socially and he was so exuberant and enthusiastic, but he clearly cared for his employees. Uh, if I hadn't been teaching at that point, I'd have quit and gone to work for him. He knew how to sell himself. In the last one, well, we did not talk about this. This does not affect, uh, it will affect your hiring, but you have to talk about pay. Because in the current situation, you know, you have to make sure that you kind of loosen up your purse, <laughs> if I can say so. Um, and if you're not familiar with the average pay rates for this particular position you're hiring, please make sure that you check some websites like salary or pay scale to make sure that what you are offering is a fair compensation. Because right now, especially the younger generation, they go and research. They know exactly how much their peers getting paid in the position you're hiring. So you don't want to be in the position, first of all, not attracting, uh, attracting good employees or in the position you hire them and they leave you just when you train them, they leave you for another company because they're paying a few dollars more. Keep in mind that you need to be at the market, as Anna is sharing with you, uh, in terms of pay. And then they're going to look for things beyond that to make 
your position attracted to them. I want to throw out one more idea that I, I don't want to get lost here. Um, I've been reading a lot on, on ageism, not because I'm old in any fashion, but there's a lot of folks out there who, who are close to retirement or have retired who, who represent to me a workforce that we aren't using enough of. Consider having a position open that you would fill with two retired employees. Each could work half a week. Have some fun money to do things with, and they don't have to put in the, the five hours and forty the, the five days and forty hours a week, but they could share that position with with another or maybe even three, and you'd have a position filled you don't have filled filled right now, and you can convince them to come back out of retirement. More and more people as they're reaching retirement age aren't retiring; they're looking for something interesting to do. They're not all finding it. You could be one of those who offers them that part-time opportunity. Look at them. They're, they're another resource. Absolutely. Absolutely. We hope we helped you today with one or two ideas you can implement because we know, we understand your pain. It is so hard right now to get employees. Thank you so much. Keep listening to us. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.